everyone and welcome to the first episode of series three of What We're Watching, the podcast about all things television. Now in today's episode I was joined by Dylan Brady, star of brand new BBC One drama Ralph and Katie and he told me all about their on-set dance breaks, battling the wild elements in the Lake District and the friendships formed on such an amazing show. Enjoy. Oh my god, it's so, it's so weird seeing you here after just watching you on telly last week. <laughs> was that Ralph and Yes, yeah. Oh, did you enjoy it? Oh my god, loved it. Absolutely oh, loved it. In fact, actually, my mum and my sister are down the other end of the house now watching it. Because <laughs> I, I watched it last week and I was like, guys, you've got to watch it. So they started it. They're down there like on the last episode now or something. <laughs> oh no I mean it's it's so nice to see you get such a good response it was a, mm. a real um it's one of those projects that just everybody was so in love with and like by the end of it we were like oh my god I can't believe we have to go and do like other jobs yeah like you know with other people like it's yeah. just not gonna be the same but yeah it was yeah it was really special yeah and um like obviously it was a spin-off to the A word wasn't it which mm. I'm also a massive fan of um would you be able to just tell my listeners a little bit about like the premise of this show and why it's different and also a little bit about your character? Yeah, so obviously the A word centred around the family of a young boy with autism and it was kind of about, you know, I guess especially in the early days, the struggles of that, you know, uh, you know, the very real experience of what it's like to, to come to terms with uh, somebody with a learning disability and how the world impedes their you know their ability to thrive and you know whatever so I think I guess this is kind of the opposite of that um you, this is a look at two disabled people and their lives and their marriage and it's beautiful and it's full of joy and laughter and it's not and I say this in kind of inverted commas for want of a better term, but it's yeah. not issue led. It's not about the struggles of what it is to be disabled. You know, I think that's a narrative heard and an important one, of course. Um, but this is more about the trials and tribulations of married life. Yeah. Interfering parents. Yeah. <laughs> and actually looking at, you know, I guess in a way the ableism that exists in all of these well-intentioned loved ones, mm-hmm. um, who just to do too much yeah. and actually you know strangely in in the, in the show what you've actually got is Ralph and Katie actually quite often sorting out everybody else's problems <laughs> like yeah. it's really lovely to see and um, I play Danny the support worker uh PA um and uh Danny is a little a little wet behind the ears um he's a little out of his depth and um you know in this job but he's it's a bit of a penance for him he he witnessed a bit of bullying at school with Ralph and didn't intervene so he's come back to the lakes after a stint in Manchester um and is living with his nan and just trying to do right in this job and so often gets it wrong which is just brilliant <laughs> I think we can all relate to that <laughs> yeah totally and and you were saying there obviously it's um it's a lovely mix it's obviously got a lot of drama in it deals with really serious um 
topics, especially in like episode um, five, you know, mm. when Ralph has got his um, health scare. But it's a great mix of comedy as well. There's so much joy, laughter throughout the show. Was it as much fun for you guys filming it as it has been for us viewers to watch? More, like yeah. so much more. So, for example, episode five is a great, a great one to reference because yeah. you know it is it's, it's really it's emotional and it's and it's a lot and it was quite big we're dealing with quite big things and the emotions yeah. were high and you know like it's an intimate set anyway but we could all feel you all feel the the, the, the tension of it and the and the you know leon especially you know gives himself to it completely and it's quite a scary situation to be in and to consider and to go to that place and you know we rap and nobody's allowed to go home until we've blasted music and all had a dance. Like, because <laughs> that's how we worked on the set, yeah. you know? We worked, in, you know, the, there was no, we had a no arseholes policy, um, <laughs> uh, which is rare in television. Um, and <laughs> we, you know, the minute there was any tension, I think, you know, tension does arise on TV yeah. and films. Like, it's quite an intense environment. So tensions do arise. But the minute there was ever any, like, vibe on set, like, the producers would be like, stop right now what's wrong let's let let's look at this yeah and then we whack music on and we'd all shake it off and like have a boogie you know yeah. leon especially like he loves to dance completely <laughs> showed me up in the chemistry read with his mood <laughs> like so yeah it, you know and it was a it was a real barrel of laughs from start to finish and i think the whole culture of the gig was just that we're here to have a good time because yeah. why would we want to do anything else yeah. um yeah, so I mean, he literally says it on 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 the wall, you know, good vibes only. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Oh my god, that sounds like a place I want to work. That is amazing. <laughs> um, but obviously, a massive part of the show as well is um the diversity in the show, and it was incredible. And obviously, there's a there was many disabled and neurodivergent um like writers and cast and crew as well. What was the atmosphere like on set and what was it like to kind of be part of such a unique and like forward thinking project? Well, super refreshing, to be honest. You know, I've worked yeah. on sets where it's dominated by middle aged white men. Yeah. Uh, you and the one other black actor are being confused. Uh, you know, people are calling me, you know, I, I'm not going to name names, but people are calling me the wrong name because they've yeah. just seen my, like, my, my darker skin and gone, oh, it must be that one. Mm. And, you know, working with white hair and makeup artists who don't know what to do with your hair. Like, admittedly, I don't have much right now, but, um, you know, don't know what to do with your hair, don't know what yeah. to do with your, your skin. Like, you know, and those things do just make you feel a little bit difficult at times because to ask for what you need feels like you're being a diva or yeah. being like, actually, sorry, you can't use that on my, my hair because it, mm. that's not good for my hair or, or yeah. that's, I need this for my skin, you know, or whatever. Those things can make you feel like a diva. And so you rather shut up and then that's mm. unpleasant because then you're carrying this like anxiety around like yeah. skin in your hair and all of the meaningless stuff that yeah. shouldn't be in the way of your job. And then the added pressure of like, you know, people confusing the two brown faces or you know just feeling like outside of the clique of white white faces behind the camera and like you know that is such an alienating feeling and a lonely feeling and one I think a lot of you know actors from the global majority especially black actors know too well but when we stepped onto this job like you've got trans people you've got neurodivergent people you've got autistic people you've got people with other learning disabilities you've yeah. got 
people of all races, you know, like we like the, the first and only black hair and makeup artist I'd worked with. And she's yeah. wonderful. Marcia Blackwood, incredible woman, adore her. She made the gig amazing for me because I was starting the day every day with someone who looked like me taking yeah. care of my face yeah. and my hair. And just like, that that just felt so good, you know? And like, it just meant that it was a real level playing field. There was no sense of anybody not belonging on that set. Yeah. Which I don't think is ever an intentional thing. Yeah. But it can be a byproduct of just having, you know, a load of middle-aged white men behind the camera. And then you step on as like a young black woman. Like, how do you connect yeah. in that environment to, the, to those around you and not feel othered? So it was lovely. And, you know, again, I think it could be viewed some by by you know narrow-minded people as something that is box ticky or or again like issue led, but it's mm-hmm. not like having all of these different people bring the their wealth of, of, of the wealth of their experiences yeah. to a project like this means that you have a project which is full of huge like humanity. I guess yeah. you know it's full of that perspective, it's full of those lived experiences, and it's full of everybody's love, and so it means that watching it everybody can can enjoy that you know yeah. I know I know that sounds a bit wanky uh but, but it, it does I, I I you know I I think we you can feel it when you watch a show like it feels empty and it feels I don't know like it's missing something I yeah but it, Ralph and Katie feels full of life and love because it was yeah it definitely does when you watch it you feel the warmth you feel how how everyone actually got on you do really get that vibe and like obviously another thing that everyone focuses on when you watch it is the location because it is amazing isn't it like it the scenery is immense and I I actually went to the Lake District at the start of the year and like when I came home I was like I could I could move there it's amazing I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna disillusion you right oh no we were in Manchester for the most for most of it. <gasps> Shut the, up. Yeah. So all the in, all the most of the interiors um were all shot in studios in Manchester. Um, which was amazing because it meant yeah. we had like those five o'clock finishes. I was at home, like that was great. Yeah. And then uh we were in oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. I'm gonna get this wrong. We were uh I can't remember where we were, but we were like North Manchester on location for a week. Okay. South Manchester on location for a week. And that was filming the front and the back of Ralph and Katie's uh, house. Bar- okay. house. So like the front door is in like somewhere really North Manchester. I can't remember the name of it. And the, the garden is like somewhere really far south. It's really funny. No, um, that's so weird. But then we actually only did a week in the lakes. Oh, okay. Um, we actually only did a week in the lakes and it was brutal it was, was brutal. yes the, the the elements were not were not ready to like they were they were against us from the beginning like it oh, was God. like we'd be like sitting on the bench trying to do like really cute like little intimate scenes and you've got yes. wind like in your face <laughs> water hitting you and like we, we we had to move a scene because we had this like torrential downpour so we ended oh, up with being pookie in the car you know having yeah. that scene danny and danny, danny and louise in the car which was like a last minute decision because it was just so brutal up there but it was amazing you know it's a gorgeous place and we and we had a real fun time but um yeah. yeah I mean it's it's beautiful and it's gorgeous but it was not our friend for that week <laughs> oh god that's so bad 
And you did you mentioned there as well um that theme with Danny and Louise, and obviously at the start of um the series, she doesn't really trust him, you know, like he's he's the new support worker, she's not here for it. But obviously Danny's relationship with Ralph in particular, like he's got a great relationship with both of them, but Ralph really does trust him. Mm. Um, finds that obviously like Danny is soon accepted into their circle of support, as they call it, in the show. Um, so did you guys actually find yourself like growing close off screen and being each other's kind of like circle of support whilst you were filming? Massively, you know, like we we really hit it off in, in the chemistry read anyway. Um, and obviously like it's a pre-existing family, like you've got people from the world of the A word who have known yeah. each other for years and and that was that was behind the camera as well. There was a lot of people in the team that did the A word. So yeah. it was a real unit and they welcomed us with open arms and it was a joy it was an absolute joy um we we yeah we we did we spent a lot we we were together like every day for eight weeks yeah so you know like leon and zara especially had about two days off between them i only had a handful so we're together every day and same with jamie who plays emma you know we that friendship was very real like yeah. very 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 real um and, you know and and I think such a brilliant that's down to Andy Pryor and that his office you know for gelling together this like cast who you know it's a, it's a weird kind of brain power to to look at actors and especially when they're not always in the room together and know how those puzzle pieces are going to fit yeah um, and they fit so well like yeah we all became really close yeah yeah, and and another like important relationship for your character in the show was obviously with Tom as well. The like without giving away too many spoilers because obviously some people might not watch the show yet. Um, like, what was that like as a relationship to play out and and like develop on screen? It was really fun because um, it, it just there's a good friendship at the heart of it. You know, me yeah. and Matt get on really well. Um, and there's I don't know there's somebody something there's something in when you're working with an actor and you've and and you know you've got to find a relationship of some kind yeah. and it's a little bit new and it's a bit like awkward and a bit yeah. like oh god like you know and that's real life that's what it's yeah. like when, when you when you meet someone and you and you you feel like there may be a connection of some kind you know yeah. some, oh, it's uncertain and you know like across the production wise we're you know we're brilliant the producer spoke to everybody ahead of any kind of intimate scenes any kind of kissing any kind of even holding hands or whatever there was always conversations around those things and yeah no one was expected to do anything yeah. everyone was like look, you know, protected and looked after so there was no pressure on anything as well you know for Ralph and Katie included I mean so it felt like a really nice easy place to let that flourish yeah as I say I was a massive fan of the series and I'm hoping so much that there's going to be another series um and I've heard amazing feedback online like I've only heard tons and tons of positives about the series so do you think there's a chance of more or maybe even like Danny making an appearance in like another series of the A word like a bit of a merge what do you reckon uh I've said from the beginning you know I'd move mountains to do that job again yeah uh, 
so we'll see I, I have no more clue than you unfortunately but um yeah I'd, I'd love to do that again yeah awesome and can I ask like kind of what your plans are now obviously obviously hoping that it does get a second series but are you auditioning lots or have you got something like exciting and new in the pipeline what's going on um so I've actually just finished a play which was amazing and that was um at the tobacco factory in bristol um oh, awesome. it was an amazing play called revealed by daniel j carver um and it was exhausting and terrifying <laughs> and i hadn't done a play since drama school so it was a big like it was quite a big deal for me personally yeah just finished that i've just moved to london like life wow. is really calming down it's been a bit mad for the last six months yeah uh, i'm just catching up on a lot of writing work um okay. you know like it's quite hard to juggle the two sometimes um, yeah especially when acting is such an immediate thing and things do move slower in the world of screenwriting. Yeah. So I've just got like a million emails I need to reply to and like <laughs> deadlines, which I've just been postponing and postponing. So once I've unpacked all my boxes, packed <laughs> furniture for my IKEA's arrived, I'm just going to be catching up on work and then, yeah, auditioning around and just seeing seeing what's next. But I think like I'm not in any massive rush right yeah. now. It's just yeah. been, been, it's been a bit mad this year, which has been great and it's a yeah. wonderful wonderful position to be in but I do just need to play catch up a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> my agent being like okay so we want to set you up some meetings and I'm like okay but can I just like finish like the work <laughs> that I've got left I'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> and um now I usually end the episode of my podcast by asking my guests so yourself for their own um tv recommendations so have you got anything that you would pick for my TV heaven? So like something you've been like enjoying or like a comfort show or something you've binged recently? So uh, obviously everybody's watching House of the Dragon, so I'm not going to say that. But okay, like, yeah. House of the Dragon. But I recently binged Heartbreak High, the reboot on Netflix. Oh, okay. And oh my god I loved it like that is like my kind of show like a hundred percent it was like sex education and euphoria had like an Australian baby oh okay sick it's so good so yeah I that's what I'd say people need to be watching okay awesome I'll give that a try and um slightly harder one to choose but have you got anything to enter my tv hell so something that you've just like not vibed with at all you just oh no how do I say this without like ending my career (laughs) um yeah you know what and everybody's loving it everybody's loving it and this is really difficult because I just don't severance I've not even heard of that so it's huge and like the concept is great it's really really amazing it's like you know you separate your work personality and your and your like non-work personality so only one of you it's it's a really cool interesting concept yeah I just enjoy watching it and I can't get past episode three. Oh, I feel so out of the loop now having not no, even heard amazing. this like massive show so horrible for me to say but like you know when everyone's raving about something and you're like yeah. I'm watching it and I can see that it is objectively brilliant yeah but I'm not having a nice time yeah yeah <laughs> um and yeah so I'd say severance which is okay. gonna that's going to get me lots of stick. Well, it's fine. It hasn't offended me because I, I, how have I not even heard about this massive show? Right. Okay. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, Apple stuff is just great, but um, yeah, yeah, it's just not, maybe I'll give it another try, but uh, 
not sticking for me at the moment <laughs> yeah no fair enough no amazing well that was actually everything that I wanted to ask you about today and it's been lovely chatting to you amazing. thanks thanks for having me Gracie it's been lovely to chat to no, you no thank you so much for coming on it's been great and good luck with all of the unpacking <laughs> thank you thank you very much I hope you enjoy the rest of Ralph and Katie if you've not binged it already <laughs> oh I'm done I'm just gonna start it again though I'm just gonna <laughs> twice three times yet <laughs> Don't forget that Ralph and Katie is streaming now over on BBC iPlayer. And if you haven't already binged it all like me, go and give it a watch because you are missing out. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode and I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Join me back here next time for more of the same.